0: Hey there guys welcome back to a brand new episode of the Web Slingers Podcast. This is the one the only show we talk about all things Spider-Man and the Marvel universe. Uh and uh yeah I I know it's been a it's been a while since I've uh, done any podcast here but again like I said on the Zeke Setzel Show, if you want an explanation for that, go check out the most recent episode of Avatar The After Show. Not just for my explanation, but because Avatar The After Show is a fun show, and you should definitely check it out. So, um, we got uh, a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, And, uh, yeah, not enough time to... Uh, To do it so let's go ahead and let's just talk let's just get into uh, the news we got some Q&A questions that we got to answer so let's go ahead and just jump right into it and the first thing we're talking about is the Eternals dropped their first trailer um, this past week Um, and uh, uh, not this past week but actually it was last week but again we didn't have an episode so we haven't talked about it yet Uh, I have not talked about this Eternals trailer, um, but now that, uh, now that I get to talk about it, I'm gonna do it, um, so, obviously, this was supposed to come out last year, but thanks to, uh, COVID, and because 2020 was the year of cancelled plans, um, uh, we didn't get Eternals, so we're getting it this year, this November, um, what did I think of the trailer? I loved it. I love the look of the film. I love the way Chloe Zhao is actually making this. Uh it's this is this is most definitely a movie that looks more like something she would do outside of the MCU. Um even without the big um special effects, it looks beautiful. Um just in certain sequences where characters are just sitting, are just standing there, you know, um, there's a scene where, there's a moment in the trailer where, um, Camille Mangiani is seen, um, dancing, like, that is, that is, like, it's, it's just beautiful to see that, um, Chloe Zhao is taking some of those visual styles that she brought from, uh, the writer or from, uh, 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 Nomadland and bringing that into the Eternals, uh, I think it's going to end up being, uh, pretty, uh, pretty spectacular actually. Um, a lot of people were disappointed that we didn't get to see enough action, but I think that's okay. I, I'm okay with not seeing a ton of action. Now, in later trailers, they are going to have to show us the Eternals doing something cool, um, but for a teaser trailer, I am okay with them not showing us the big explosions and special effects, because I don't think, I really don't think Eternals is going to be that type of movie. I think it's really going to be a character-driven story about this family, you know, um, Um, by the way, I love that moment where they're all sitting at the dinner table, and one of them goes, uh, so now that, uh, now that Iron Man and Captain Rogers are gone, who do you think is going to lead the Avengers? And then the the one guy's like, I I could lead them. And everyone just takes this long pause, and, like, then they start laughing. Um, I love Angelina Jolie's look in the film. Uh, I love, um the the narration by Selma Hayek, uh Gemma Chan looks fantastic. Um Richard Madden, uh, this whole cast just looks fantastic in this movie. Uh we we got to see Brian Tyree Henry who has been in a lot of movies lately. Um uh he will for me he will always be um Miles Morales' dad from Spider-Verse because that's where I kind of first took notice of him um but he was in that he was in Joker he he was in um he just was in Godzilla um versus Kong um so yeah he's just he's kind of all over the place right now and uh it's it's good to see cuz he's a really really good actor <laughs> um uh so yeah no this eternal trailer is fantastic i i can't wait to see where Marvel is going to go with this, um, and how different this is going to be from the other movies that they've done. And that's always interesting to see from Marvel. That's always... The, the thing with Marvel is that the reason why everybody is excited for a Marvel movie is because they know each film is going to be different. You know... Not every movie they make is the exact same. You know, it's not like they it's not like um even though I love I love this company, but Pixar, Pixar has a particular m- m- thing. Their movies are pretty much are pretty similar, you know. You got an odd couple and they're um on an adventure. You know, it's buddy movies basically, you know, from Toy Story to Finding Nemo, I think the only ones that kind of didn't do that was, um, Incredibles, um, um, but Marvel doesn't do that. Every single movie they've made has felt different, even their bad ones, even the movies that I think are complete garbage, like Thor The Dark World is different from the other movies that they've done, you know? Not every movie they make is literally the exact same thing they've done before, you know. Um, that's why I love um, Avengers: Age of Ultron because a lot of people thought it was going to be, you know, the same Avengers movie that we got the last time. But then we saw Age of Ultron, and it was a it was a different movie from that first one. You know, it wasn't the exact same, and that's what I love about it. And that's what I love about just Marvel in general is that they're they're able to not repeat themselves you know they're like okay that worked because it worked for it was its own thing and it worked for that reason let's do something different here you know like with WandaVision you know we we think this would be a great story to tell in our cinematic universe but we also want to make it a traditional sitcom so how so how do we do it and they found a way to make it work at least for me Um, you know, so I think Eternals is going to be that same thing, you know, Eternals is going to be this incredibly new thing that we're not going to, you know, that we're not going to really expect, you know, and I think a lot of people will be surprised when they see it. So, um, I don't know that, but I'm I'm just assuming, um, all right, um, let's go and move on to the next topic here. All right. And that is this. Uh, let me just bring this up here. Okay. Uh, uh, Ray, or Isa Ray, however you say that, I'm, I apologize if I'm butchering this name in advance, um, has been cast in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2. Um, uh, she will be pla- she will voice the character of Jessica Drew, a.k.a. Spider-Woman. Um, So we we did get a confirmation Spider-Woman is going to be in the uh, the Spider-Verse animated film, which is exciting. Um, I am super excited to see this because I've been wanting to see Jessica Drew's uh, Spider-Woman really ever since the Sam Raimi trilogy. Like, I kind of thought that's how Spider-Man 4 was going to go. But yet again, I was a kid. I was a very young, young kid. Um Um but Jessica Drew is the character that I've always wanted to see. Um in fact I believe Robert in our um Spider Man Far From Home review, uh when we were doing the rewrite portion, uh Robert actually pitched the idea of Nick Fury wanting to bring in uh Jessica Drew's Spider Woman, you know, so so I I like this news. I really do. Um Isa Ray's not really an actress I'm familiar with. I know she was in that really terrible movie that I hated so much, um, The Lovebirds. Um but honestly I don't wa I haven't watched a lot of movies with her in it just because the movies that she's normally in just don't really look that good. Um But I do believe um, I am willing to give her a chance, just like I'm willing to give any actor an opportunity. Just because an actor hasn't impressed me in anything that I've seen them in doesn't mean they can't be great. I mean, like, Ben Affleck proved that. You know, I didn't like Ben Affleck for the longest time. Then I saw how great he was in Batman, and then I saw how great he was in uh, The Way Back and now i he he's a real and now i think he's a really good actor you know now i've you know so he has grown on me as an actor maybe if uh isa or isa i'm again i'm so sorry if i'm butchering this name but uh uh if isa ray can can do that same thing maybe it could maybe it could work like maybe i'll buy into her um Um, but this is really, this is really cool to see. Again, um, one of the great things that I think Spider-Verse, the first Spider-Verse film did very well was cast these people who, um, you buy as these characters, you know, like Jake Johnston, I bought him as a Peter Parker who, um, who is kind of a. You know, as Miles Morales calls him, the janky old broke hobo Um, (laughs) Spider-Man. I just love that line. Why did I get stuck with the janky old broke hobo Spider-Man? That's new. Um, Anyway. um, But, yeah, no, I'm excited for this. Uh, It's just going to be really exciting to see the character of Jessica Drew um, in uh, Spider-Man of the Spider-Verse. I'm wondering if this is gonna have any. I know Sony has come out and said that the animated films are not connected to the live action. I don't buy that for a second, though. I do believe that these animated stuff, this animated stuff, is going to. Uh... I think I think it's gonna end up being connected. I I really do think they're gonna end up connecting, tying these two universes together. Um. So anyway. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next one. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder has officially wrapped filming. Um, Taika Waititi and Chris Hemsworth put out this photo of them uh, standing together on, on sets, and Chris Hemsworth, uh, F- Chris Hemsworth officially confirmed that Thor: Love and Thunder had officially wrapped filming. Um, we obviously see that Thor looks like he has lost the weight. Um, he's no longer the fat, uh, big Thor. He's no longer the big Thorbowski. Um, which I am okay with, (laughs) um, um, but yeah, this is going to be pretty exciting. So what do I think of this? Um, again, it's going to be pretty exciting. I loved Thor Ragnarok. Um, Thor Ragnarok to me was such a huge surprise because I was not a big fan of the Thor movies until Thor Ragnarok. The first one I thought was good. Second one, obviously, is the I think is the worst film the MCU has ever done. Um, but then Thor Ragnarok came out and it shocked me how good it was. And Taika Waititi for me has just become a better director with each film. Um, obviously, with Hunt for the Wilderpeople, he it was great. That movie was great. What we do in the Shadows. Um, oh, what was the other one he did? Um, Jojo Rabbit's. Um, obviously got him an academy award. So, he's doing a lot of great stuff and he's just going to be he's going to be doing Star Wars pretty soon here. It's it the dude is just on a roll right now. Um so hopefully he can give us a really great uh Thor film and a and one that really does continue the journey of this character. But hopefully also one that builds us to, um, um, the future of the, um, of the MCU, alright, let's talk about the final news topic, and that is this, uh, the Sony executive, I believe it was Tom, uh, oh gosh, who, which Sony executive said this, hold on, uh, News. Um, let me see. Ah, uh, I can't find it. I don't know which, I can't, I cannot, for the life of me, remember which Sony executive said that this would happen. Um, I think it was the Sony president. Pretty sure it was. You know what, I'm just going to say it was the Sony president. Okay, so anyway. And the Sony executive talk, uh, talks about um, Spider-Man's future. Um, he said there is a plan to link Spider-Man into Sony's uh, Spider-Man slash Venom universe. Um, and uh, and this person said, quote, when No Way Home comes out, even more will be revealed. So we kind of figured for a long time that this was going to happen, um, that Sony... Look, there's no secret, guys. <laughs> Spider-Man still belongs to Sony, okay? A lot of people are freaking out because they don't want Spider-Man to leave the MCU. Look, the, the fact of the matter is, Sony still has control over Spider-Man. If they don't want Spider-Man in the MCU, they can allow that to happen because they still own the rights. And Marvel... Can't say sh- can't say anything about it. Marvel can't say anything about it. It's just the way it is. Um even though we don't want it to happen, like I don't want Spider-Man out of the MCU. But the fact is, Sony makes that decision. And obviously Sony has been wanting to start their own cinematic universe um with the Spider-Man franchise. Um, and they've been doing pretty good, obviously with Venom. Um, and you know, again, not that Venom was the most beloved movie ever made, but it was the most, it was successful. It, it made $800 million, which proved to Sony that people want to see more from this particular universe. And it has grown interest for Spider-Man fans to wanna see Tom Hardy Tom Hardy's Venom crossover with Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Here's what I think is gonna happen. After Spider-Man No Way Home comes out, Marvel and Marvel and Sony will officially announce that their contract has expired. And that I do believe Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is going to be the final movie with Spider-Man. I think they're going to use that movie to write Spider-Man out of the MCU. Because I just think Sony is ready to move on. Sony is ready to move past uh, the MCU they are. They have learned a lot from Kevin Feige as far as how to build a cinematic universe correctly, and take it one step at a time, and not focus on, oh, we got to set up the next movie in the franchise. No, 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 no. They are taking it one step at a time. You know, hell, they didn't even confirm Venom Two until long after Venom had been released, long after Venom had made eight hundred million dollars. So I do believe that No Way Home is going to tease Peter Spider-Man's future going forward. But I also think after Spider-Man No Way Home, Marvel and Disney are Marvel and Sony are gonna say, Alright, fans, you got what you wanted, you got your Spider-Man trilogy in the MCU. But we are going to take Tom Holland's Spider-Man and we're going to continue his adventures in our universe. You're, f- you know. And I'll be honest. Look, as a fan of the character, I'm, I'm okay with that. Again, would I rather see Spider-Man in the MCU? Of course I would. I've loved Spider-Man in the MCU. I've loved seeing him, you know. Crossing paths with Iron Man. I loved seeing him in Infinity War. When he's on the ship. And he's like. Well well, Mr. Stark. It smells like a new car in here. I loved seeing him at the airport. Holding Cap's shield. And going. "Uh, Captain. Big fan of Spider-Man. You know. I loved seeing that. But. At the same time. Um. Marvel hasn't had a good grasp on this character. Especially with Spider-Man Far From Home. Now again, look. I say this as somebody who has not seen Spider-Man No Way Home. But as of right now, I don't think Marvel has a good... I think they understand how to use him in the Avengers films. And in Captain America Civil War. But when it comes to his own standalone movies... They have not figured out a way to use him properly. You know? His movies are basically stepping stone movies. And that's just not what a Spider-Man movie should be. You know? A Spider-Man movie should be unique. It should be different from the other movies we've seen. You know? Unfortunately, I feel like... And look, I love Homecoming. Homecoming. But even Homecoming has the same issue. It just feels like, alright, it's the next movie we gotta get to before Infinity War, so let's just, eh, you know. Whereas, you should walk out of Spider-Man Homecoming going, oh my gosh, that was incredible! That was amazing! That was one of the best MCU films ever! Instead, we just look at it and go, eh, it's the middle ground movie before Infinity, you know, or like Spider-Man: Far From Home, you know. And it's, we'll we'll just treat it like a a nice f- fresh a uh, a nice uh, breath of fresh air, you know. You know, let's just let's just make Spider-Man all jokey and silly, so that we can have um him, you know, cracking jokes and doing silly things. That's just not how the character needs to be treated, you know? But again, I say this as somebody who has not seen No Way Home. So maybe I'll watch No Way Home and I'll think, wow, that was great. Or I might watch and go, wow, Sony, you need to take this character back. I just don't know yet. So um, anyway, we will have to wait and see how that whole thing kind of... uh, plays out all right let's go and get into your QA Q&A questions uh we're gonna have to breeze by these um we have been going for 22 minutes but uh, I got things to do today so we we got to get through this all right uh, uh first question is uh Emma Stone denies being in Spider-Man No Way Home do you believe her uh I do I do believe her uh now look am I going to um Am I gonna hold out hope that she is? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna hold out. I am still holding out hope that she does end up being in Spider-Man uh No Way Home. But also if she's not I I don't I'm not gonna be too upset about it. So alright. Uh better sequel, X2, um, aka X-Men 2 or Spider-Man 2? Ooh, that's a good question. Um Oh wow! X Men Two is so great, but wow! Um, sorry guys, that's my thermos. I have. I was just taking a drink of my beverage. Um. Wow. Even though it's gonna break my heart to say this, I'm gonna say Spider Man Two. I love X Men Two. Um, in fact, I think X-Men 2 is probably, I have, obviously, Logan is the best film in the X-Men franchise, then I have X-Men Days of Future Past, and then I have, uh, uh, oh gosh, um, X-Men 2. X-Men 2, for me, is a movie that starts really strong, and it just keeps going from there, you know, it's, it's strong all the way through, um, From the opening scene of Nightcrawler in that, uh, I believe it's in the Pentagon um, or in the White House. I can't remember which, uh, what what location he's in, but um, that was fantastic. And then just seeing more of what um, Logan's whole backstory is, getting that little that whole thing uh, uh, fleshed out is awesome. And yeah, it's just it X Men Two is is incredible. Um, but Spider Man 2 I think is very much like Joker in the sense where it doesn't feel like a comic book movie. Like Joker was felt like a good independent a really good independent film dressed as a comic book movie. That's what Spider Man 2 is for me. Because you look, at, you look at Spider-Man 2 and you think about how much of that movie is just Tobey Maguire as Peter Parker. There's not a ton of Spider-Man in Spider-Man 2. But Sam Raimi, throughout that entire movie, is able to keep your attention and is able to make a movie without a lot of Spider-Man so interesting. Like, one of my favorite scenes in Spider-Man 2 is that scene where Aunt May and Peter are talking at that table and Peter admits to her what happened to Uncle Ben. At the hands of any other director, that could have been just some boring sequence with nothing going on and an audience member would have been just would have just lost interest. But for me, when I sit back and I watch that scene, it just it reignites the the scene of Uncle of of Peter seeing Uncle Ben on the street, um, his his Uncle Ben on the street dead. It it brings back those memories, and then your heart just sinks because he has to admit this terrible truth to her. It is brilliant, and again, at the hands of any other director, it would have been boring as shit. But with Sam Raimi. At the hands of that sequence it was it came out as such a beautiful moment you know x two x men two has beautiful moments in it but spider man Two is a mom, is a scene is a movie where you have fifteen or twenty of those beautiful moments whereas x two x men two maybe has a maybe has kind of like two or three you know Whereas X-Men 2 feels more like the superhero-ish movie, Spider-Man 2 is more of a character-driven story. And that's why I prefer Spider-Man 2 over X-Men 2. Again, I love X-Men 2. I think it's fantastic. And I love um, some of the moments. Like, one of my favorite moments is when Wolverine is fighting um, the... I always called her the female Wolverine, but it was that wo- that that one chick who had the the nails, the claws that like came out of her fingernails. Um, uh, I loved it when she reveals the claws, and then Wolverine just goes, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was always a really great moment for me. All right, next question: uh, Do you think we will? S- okay, do you think we will see a Spider-Man four with Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? I'm not going to say never. I'm not going to say no because anything is possible. In a world where Ben Affleck is coming back as Batman and Michael Keaton's coming back as Batman and Jamie Foxx is coming back as Electro, anything is possible. So I'm going to – if I had to give it a percentage, I will say 30%. Forty percent chance that it actually happens. Give it a forty, forty to forty-five percent chance that it actually happens. So there's that. Um, okay. A favorite scene from the Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. Well, I think I just brought it up. It's the scene where Peter Parker tells uh, Peter tells Aunt May about Uncle Ben's passing. Um, so I already went in depth on that one. One of my other favorite scenes, though. Wow, this table's making a lot of squeaky noise. Um, My other favorite scene, though, from the, the Raimi trilogy is actually a scene in the first one. But it's the scene, it's the great power comes great responsibility scene because it's such a heartbreaking moment, especially when you know what's going to happen, especially when you know that that's the last conversation he has with his with his uncle. I just love that moment, you know. um, Something's different. I'll figure it out. Stop lecturing me, please. I don't mean to lecture you, and I don't mean to preach. And I know I'm not your father. Then stop pretending to be. And then just that look of like, like sadness on it, on on on, and and Cliff Robertson, man. Oh my gosh. Rest in peace, that man. He was so good. Oh, I still think he's the best on-screen Uncle Uncle Ben we've had ever. I love Martin. Um, oh, what was it? What was his, was it Martin Sheen who played him in the uh, in the Andrew Garfield films? Um, I thought he was good. I thought he was really good as Uncle Ben. But when you compare him to Cliff Robertson and and the way he was able to portray that character, it felt more like the Uncle Ben you knew from like the comics, or, like, you knew from the, uh, well, we never really got to see Uncle Ben in the comics much, but, um, but, like, when you, when I watch the Spectacular Spider-Man animated series, because they show Uncle Ben quite a bit in that series, honestly, the only thing I can think of is, um, is Cliff Robertson as, um, as Uncle Ben, just telling him with great power, comes great responsibility. You know, it's just such a great moment. Oh, oh, oh. Why can't, why why don't people make movies like the, the Raimi trilogy? Seriously, why don't they? Like, seriously, how is it that the Raimi trilogy, like, don't get, again, I liked, I really liked Spider-Man Homecoming. But honestly, the more I watched the Raimi movies, I just watched Spider-Man 2, 1 and 2 the other day. And I'm like, these these movies, for me, are better than Spider-Man Homecoming. In fact, honestly, I think I might have Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 1 over Spider-Man Homecoming. Like, for me, it's uh, Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse, Spider-Man 2, and then Sam Raimi's first Spider-Man movie, and then Spider-Man Homecoming. Not that I hate... Again, I don't hate Spider-Man Homecoming. I really love it. But, man... I just find I just find these those that first bit, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie just to be so great. It's just so good. And it didn't feel like a stepping... Uh, once again, it didn't feel like a stepping stone movie. It felt like its own unique thing. We are actually trying... We're actually going to put effort and try something new here. Whereas the MCU Spider-Man movies, they just feel like stepping stone movies. Which is kind of sad. Um... Anyway, let's not get into that. All right. Uh, what are the chances we see John Krasinski direct an MCU film? Uh, I'm going to give it 30% chance we actually see that happen. But as a fan of John Krasinski, I really want to see it happen. <laughs> if you guys have heard my review of A Quiet Place or if you guys... Her, I actually did a review of it on um, the Zeke Central show. I really loved *The Quiet Place* Part Two. I thought it was better than the first one, and I I think this dude needs to be directing more than he should be acting. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he quit acting tomorrow and just decided to do directing for the rest of his career. Like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised, and I wouldn't be upset about it either, because he's just so oh my gosh, he was so he's such a good director. And I would love to see what he would do with an MCU film. In fact, he was actually my choice to direct Fantastic Four. He was my number one choice to direct Fantastic Four, but he's not, unfortunately. Uh, it's going to be John Watts who did the Spider-Man films. Um, but I, I really was hoping that John Krasinski would do that. So, but anyway. All right. And the final question is, do you think Marvel will campaign Eternals for next year's Oscars? Yes, I do. I think uh Eternals is definitely going to be Mar- Marvel's first for what for wow. First for Ray uh for for, for- a for oh, anyway. Um Uh, What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, It's going to be their first kind of uh, foray into um, uh, making uh, movies that are kind of uh, meant for the Oscars. You know, Um, and I do think because just based on what I've heard, um, apparently Disney is very happy with Eternals and Marvel Studios is very happy with Eternals that I do think they're going to campaign it for Oscar contention. I really do. Um so but we will just have to wait and see. All right guys, that will do it for this week's episode of the Web Slingers podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys have any questions for the Web Slingers podcast, please make sure you you talk about that, you send those questions in via Instagram or Twitter. Um, and thank you guys so much for listening. Again, there's going to be, there's going to be a few new videos on the Zeke said, so YouTube channel. Uh, there's also going to be, uh, a, uh, uh, there's going to be, I'm going to be posting more on my Instagram. So definitely make sure you follow me on Instagram at Zeke underscore said underscore. So, uh, and uh, let me see. That's all. That's all. F- to quote uh, Port, uh, what, what's his name from Looney Tunes? I don't know. Uh, that's all, folks. Anyway, um, thank you guys so much for listening, guys. Uh, please make sure you guys subscribe to this podcast. Uh, share the podcast feed around so that we can, we can grow the Zeke Said So audience. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.